Now, before we do continue, um, let's just, you know, you, you mentioned the, the places that you guys are performing, and uh, these are, again, let's go over the dates real quick. So, uh, it was in Berkeley, the, the Fright and Savage was on August 6th at 8 p.m., then on that next Friday, you guys will be uh, at the Auburn State Theater, right? And then the next day, like this Friday, the, the yeah. next yeah, the the Friday, the the this coming fr Friday, August seventh at seven thirty. Then the following Saturday, you guys will be at Sutter Creek starting at eight, and then on Sunday again, you guys will be at San Jose Jazz Music Festival, which again, I'm I'm really looking forward to. Um, I think yeah. we're, we're going to be yeah. going there for our show from from our radio station to cover the event a little bit. So it's it's we we might catch you guys there. That's fantastic. Yeah, and if people want more details, SultansOfString.com has all those uh, different theater links and everything. Oh, definitely. Um, I'll make sure. So just just you know, after this interview, whenever. Um, a little bit later on today, I'm going to put, you know, both your website and a couple of your videos on my blog as well as on the website for the radio station. So no worries of that. We'll Great. definitely get the word out. Now, um, the first question that I usually have for everybody, what, you know, the, the, the people that I've interviewed so far is, how did you get your name? Both, I, I want to know both, <laughs> both, you know, the band name and I want to know how you got your name specifically because I know that's not your, uh, well, it's your stage name, Right. Uh, Chris McCool, did um, I say that right? It's not a stage name. It's actually, uh, it would have been pronounced Mahul <laughs> in Kaframishki, Lebanon, this tiny little Christian village right in the middle of Lebanon where my ancestors are from. Hmm. Actually, we wrote a song inspired by my journey there with my father. I grabbed my, my father who just turned 80 and we ran off to Lebanon and find that, found that tiny little village um, called Kaframishki. And basically, we started walking around the village looking for people that looked like my dad. What? It was like, hey, he looks like you. He looks like you. And about five minutes in, we found my father's closest living cousin that we never knew before. Wow. How and then another guys... five minutes after that, we uh, we found the actual stone house where my grandfather grew up. That's beautiful. What Do you know what, yeah, specific, part of, uh, what specific part of the country that was? Uh, pretty much right in the middle. Um town called Kaframishki in the Becca Valley and I think that it's you know it's kind of in the mountains in the mountains in the valley if you can picture that and it's um you know it's far away from from any uh, any of the action like there's a 15 year civil war in in Lebanon but it never it never touched this this tiny little village and it's pretty much remained the same for for centuries I think um so yeah, kind of a uh, great place for musical inspiration, and yeah, people think that I make up my name all the time. They think, oh, you're playing violin or fiddle. Your name's McCool. You must might as well be uh, Irish or Scottish and play lots of jigs and reels. But no, that's not where it comes from. McCool. Um, and as for a band name, Sultans of String, um, Sultan in many parts of the world means king. Right. So it's just like kings of string, and a lot of people. Uh, also are probably aware of the, the kind of musical joke, the musical pun we're playing from Sultans of Swing, mm -hmm. the Dire Straits song. But we actually play maybe one swing tune in our whole set. Is it, was, it, was it the song that I played earlier? Was it was it uh, Emerald Swing? <laughs> is that the one? Yes, Emerald Swing is, is really fun for us because it's... it's uh, I guess it's part of our mandate to mix things up a lot. Mm -hmm. So putting together kind of a gypsy swing rhythm along with a 
kind of a Canadian style fiddle tune is is fun for us, and we're always trying to mix and match musical styles, everything from rumba flamenca from southern Spain to gypsy jazz to East Coast Celtic. Uh, That's awesome, man. I, I, I really appreciate people, you know, trying to step out of just the comfort zone of music and the comfort zone that they've had. And I know um, you've, you know, to form this, I, I was reading a little bit about you, uh, about, you know, the little bio, and I read that you kind of had to get out of your comfort zone to be able to, you know, to, to do what you do with strings. You, uh, let me, I, I don't want to say this name wrong, um, that you were working with Patty Maloney? Patty Maloney from Patty the Chieftains. Ma right, and, and I read that, that you know, they, him and his crew, I, I hope it's, is, is Patty a him? I hope I didn't say that wrong. But I hope, I, I read that, you know, they really opened your eyes as far as how to use your, you know, how to really not make sounds with string, but how to, you know, pr play differently. How to play a different tune than just maybe the classical that you'd picked up before. I think um, pretty much any violin player who starts off playing classical music on the violin has to take a little bit of a leap of faith when trying to play different styles, whether it be fiddle or jazz or world music, because mm -hmm. in the classical world, and you know, most kids start off playing maybe a couple of years of Suzuki technique where you're learning to play by ear, but then, but then reading off the page after that and taking classical music lessons, and you know, you end up in some ways not trusting your gut as much. Um, and then when you want to actually start to improvise and play folk music, which is very much an oral tradition, you kind of have to take a leap of faith. It's true, you're right, to, to say, okay, I can put the music aside. I don't even need to look at it. In fact, the best way to learn a fiddle tune is not to learn it from the music mm. or maybe look at the music once but then put it away and use your ears because... Right. The ear, your musical ear, is is what's going to get you through to the other side. You can use it to learn tunes, to memorize tunes, but most importantly, to get the vibe and the feel of a traditional tune, you have to learn it by ear. The one thing that that I think we sometimes forget, especially violin players, is that the music that you see on the page is just a guide, right? It's not actual music. It's just it's like a signpost pointing towards the way. It's not the actual way. So it's good to good to keep that in mind when, when learning these tunes. Now when when we opened for Patty Maloney and the Chieftains, they invited us to perform with them one song in, in the encore. And it was kind of funny because um, you know, he was playing a traditional tune and then all the different artists that had performed that night as special guests like us he would kind of just point to that to that musician, and the chieftains would stop playing, and that artist would play, wow. you know, for thirty seconds, and then do a little flourish at the fit at the end, so Patty would know that 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 person was over, and then the chieftains would take it again. Wow. And when it came around to us, I was a little bit terrified because I didn't know what tune we could play that kind of. Like, how would it transition from the traditional tune they were playing mm -hmm. to this little improv segment? But I started playing one of our songs, Ayutuk Sunrise, and the guys in Sultans of String and my band followed me on that. We, we played through the melody and then stopped, and then there's a moment of silence, 
everyone clapped, and then the chieftains took over, and it was like, wow, okay, that really worked. There's there's definitely like a level of trust involved, right? Musicians on stage that you can just you can just imagine that it's going to work, and mm-hmm. you take that leap of faith, and it does work, and then you think, phew, we made it to the other side. I think whenever there's, you know, it's I, I don't want to just call it jazz because it's not jazz, but jazz is more, you know, spontaneous. And I feel like any time where music is spontaneous like that, there's just has to be a lot of trust between the players that are that are out there because. It's just it's a team effort. It's a group effort to you know keep tempo to keep you know everyone going. Um, I, I I don't do this anymore. But when I was I, when I was very little, when I was eight years old, I picked up the cello, and then I moved on to the oh, piano. Oh, beautiful! Right, and, and one of my biggest regrets, honestly, is not learning how to play the violin because it's so much like more versatile. But again, I just like the bass and portable. Right, and portable too. I, but the thing is, I picked up the cello because it was you know really big <laughs> as a kid. So that yeah. was my thing, but but again, you know, I I had to learn to 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 respect and trust the, the the skills of the people that I played with growing up. So I think that that's awesome, and it's really important, like you said, to be able to have that trust in groups of people. Now, um, we've been talking a lot about music. We've been talking about uh, you know, all these different things. I I kind of wanted to plug in a song earlier when you were talking about you know home, where you had gone back and you got inspired. Let let's talk a little about your experience working with your your other bandmates who are these other people just name them so we can give them a little shout out so they they uh i don't want them to go unknown just because they're not on the radio with us right now (laughs) well i'm chris i play violin in the band we've got kevin la liberté on guitar he's i think he's canada's best guitar player he did years on the road with uh jesse cook kind of a gloomba flamenca style guitar player and so he's really got that world down as well as having great jazz language um we've got drew burston on bass who's played with pop superstars like chantal kraviazak so he taught us a lot when he started playing with us about interacting on stage like you're playing on a big stage but he's also played with dozens and dozens of jazz bands and then we've got rosendo chende leon a cuban percussionist with us on tour and Wow, um, that's uh, that's awesome. That that's fantastic. And I so again, I read a little. It's really weird talking about oh, you know, telling people, hey, I read up on you. Uh, I know some some stuff. But I, again, I read uh, that you guys formed seven years ago. How do you guys? How do you feel like you guys have grown together as a band? Like, what did you guys have to go through? Have you guys been through you know some maybe like artistic turmoil where just one person wanted to go one direction with it, and then the other person wanted to you know do something else with the music? I think we've been pretty lucky that there isn't too much <laughs> turmoil in the Turm- band. Okay, think, maybe turmoil was the I wrong think, uh, word, but maybe, you know, you know it's, creative it's conflict, let's call lucky, it. Uh, kind of a lucky thing that, um, like, everyone's pretty laid back in the band, but also, like, we're, we have kind of a larger goal, which is making great music, and so everyone is pretty much, um, like, if one person suggests Something like Chendi is off, often suggesting little rhythmic things, or or Drew will or Kevin will will suggest some some different harmonic choices or whatever. And pretty much we're we're always in agreement. Like, oh yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. I mean, if there's anything that we struggle with, it's just just a typical thing on stage where everyone wants to hear more of themselves. Like, mm-hmm. I, I always want to hear more violin, and 
Kevin, who's standing right beside me, wants to hear more guitar. <laughs> uh, that's pretty much the extent of the turmoil. We're pretty lucky that way with Sultans of String. Again, I have Chris... I, I'm not even going to try to say your last name. You know, I should be able to say your last name because I'm, I'm Middle Eastern. McCool. Mac I know it's McCool, but I wanted to say it like McCool. It's, it's really <laughs> weird. You know, I know you're laughing at me, but it's more embarrassing for me because I should be able to say the little sound because I'm Iranian and that's oh. part of my language. So <laughs> it's really oh, yeah. so basically you're <laughs> laughing at me and my <laughs> and my. I'm not laughing at you at all. I'm just. I'm just filled with joy because I think it's just awesome that that um, that we can share this music with people and and yeah I mean the thing is that we play world music it means that sometimes there's there's song titles that people on the radio um, are not quite sure how to pronounce and that's awesome too because you know there's it just shows you how much diversity of music there is out there and that's one of the things that we really like to do with Sultans of String is to you know, music, musical influences come from all around the globe. And living in a very cosmopolitan city like Toronto, mm -hmm. they all mix and match. And one of the things we'd like to do is throw them all into a big old blender and push drum and push puree and see what comes out. You know, what's <laughs> really funny. Music. That was actually going to be my next question. You know, where does your inspiration come from? You know, who, who do you guys really make music for? But you know, you just just answered that. For me, so thank you, and um, I know you're 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 really busy, and you're kind of in between sets right now. So I'm gonna let you go. Thanks again for calling in. Um, hopefully, hopefully you guys, you know, make. I'm sure you will, but you know, hopefully soon you guys will do a a Southern California show, so we can we can just have you a little closer to us. Maybe you guys can come in the studio and do something for us here. We'd definitely love to have. That'd be you guys. fantastic. Yeah, we'll definitely plan on that. And thank you very much for your time and. And for your listeners, yeah, it's going to be this Thursday at Freight and Salvage in Berkeley, mm -hmm. Friday at the Auburn Theater, Saturday in Sutter Creek, and Sunday at the San Jose Jazz Festival, and all the details are at SultansOfString.com. Definitely, and if you guys didn't catch that for some reason, I'm going to have it on my website, and it's going to be on the KUCI website, so don't even worry about any of that, and we'll keep you guys posted with pictures and all sorts of cool stuff from their performances, so keep, also keep a lookout for that. Again, uh, Chris, thanks for calling in, and uh, you know, good luck on your show. Thanks. We'll talk to you later. Take care. Have a good day. He's